This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Well, we got a pretty meaty issue here today on who was right last night. and In fact, it's, it's extra meaty if you want to try to save that meat and eat it later. Sharon is with us. Good morning, Sharon. Hey, good morning. So you got a problem with your husband, James, and it has to do with leftover containers. What in the world is going on here? I have got these leftover containers that are perfect. They fit exactly in my lunchbox, and there's a couple that fit in my purse, and they're amazing, and I can take the stuff I need, but you know when you go out to restaurants and sometimes they have these amazing containers that are like really sturdy and well-built and they like snap good and they hold stuff? Sure. I love those. I, you know, every time I get one, I wash it out, I put it in the drawer and everything like that. And they're perfect for me. I love them. I absolutely love them. But my husband, he doesn't love them and he wants to unify my tuppers, he wants to throw away all the tuppers that I have carefully saved and I have, you know, found, you know, found the right ones for me. He says, oh, well, you know, they're falling out of the drawer. They're, you know, they've moved into the cabinet now. And he wants to unify and get, like, the same size with the same size lids without regard of, like, what is good for, like, what I need. I guess he's just tired of trying to match a lid to the container after clearing out the dishwasher. Well, you know... It, I'm the one who uses them most of the time, so I don't know why he has a problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he wants to get rid of all the Tuppers that I have got that I love, and he wants to get ones that I don't know what they are. He wants to get ones that's like all the lids fit all the containers, so they're not, uh, <laughs> I don't think they're going to work as well. So you, you like using the ones that you get? Like, I got to be honest, man. La Rosa's has upped their game on their, like, takeout <laughs> containers and stuff. They're perfect. They are perfect. Like, I got these flat ones that'll hold a slice of pizza. Do you know how hard it is to find a pepper that's going to hold a slice of pizza? Right, where the meal prep isn't shaped like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I grew you up know? with country right? crock containers, and afterwards you get, like, bowl-shaped pizza slices <laughs> after they're stored. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, like, these things are just perfect for what you need them for. But, you know, there's more than one shape, and I get that. But, you know, you need multiple shapes for multiple different foods because, you know, it, it just fits perfectly. Are you using all of these, Sharon? I do. And, yeah, we can go through and we can, if we have a bunch of the same shape, we can pare down. But, you know, it's like if, one, if a lid breaks or something, I'm not worried because I got a bunch of lids or if bottom breaks. I'm not worried because I got a bunch of bottoms. Yeah, and you got them for free. I mean, you're reusing them. Exactly. Okay. I'm living my best life, and he wants to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sharon, do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury here? I would say, you know, these are my containers that I have carefully saved. And, you know, if he wants his own containers, he can find space for them. But don't touch my containers. Exactly. Okay. Statman. Right. Team James or Team Sharon? 
Well, I, I'm going to be on Team James because I feel like I grew up in your household where when you went to go get leftovers out, you had to open up every container because it was Country Croc or it had some other company logo on it. Um, and and once we got rid of all of that and unified into individual, these Ziploc ones that each lid fits the same container, they're stackable. It really condensed the cabinet turned into like a drawer now. And we don't have like a landslide of plastic things falling out whenever we need something. So I, I totally understand where he's coming from. He's just trying to simplify things. So I'm on Team James. And I don't simplify things. I actually complicate them because I have the uniform meal prep containers that stack and everything. But I can't help it when I come across a good Tupperware container. <laughs> I got to keep it. I mean, I have two literally with me today. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm on your team, Sharon. I am pro Tupperware. And, you know, the proof is, is in the pudding because you have two of them today. Right here. <laughs> if I bring you some food or something I made at my house and I'm going to let you have that container, it's going to be from La Rosa's or somewhere that, you know, that I got and I kept it because it probably once had Rondos or wings in it is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I think they're perfect for that. And I'm going to go Team Sharon because I think you can't have enough. You don't need to get rid of them. James just needs to swallow it here because it's two to one Sharon over James. Let's see on the app and through 749B105 what our audience has to say, okay? Okay. All right, bring it right now. Brian says this should be a, a, in that insurance commercial about becoming your parents. I need a container for each shape of food. You really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming through the app and also 749B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, who was right last night this morning. We heard from Sharon, who uh, loves to have all of her little containers, you know, Tupperware, food containers, a lot of them that she's gotten from restaurants when they get to-go orders or something like that. Uh, her husband, James, is like, you got too many of them. I can't. We got to get rid of some of these. Consolidate. Get the ones that are all uniform, same size. We sided with Sharon two to one over James in a Georgia Looks like James has got some more support here. Yes, I used to have tons and tons of that stuff. My cupboards were overflowing with it. And my daughter came over and she said, Mom, this is ridiculous. She cleaned out all my stuff and life is so much better now. So <laughs> you don't need it. Get rid of all that crap. Then you don't have them falling over when you open the door. <laughs> yeah, Josh weighed in on the B105 app and he says, I have this image of her cabinet. It's my worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> How so, close were you to I'm becoming a hoarder, Georgia? <laughs> Oh, I'm pretty close, but my daughter's working on me, man. She is getting rid of it all. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Oh, uh -huh, have a good day. Oh, so many coming through the B105 app. Uh, Gracie says, Team Sharon, unless he's the one using them every day, I don't know why it concerns him. Does he want you to waste your money eating out because you don't have containers? Oh, uh, Tim Tobias says about the Tupperware, my wife and I keep it year round because at Thanksgiving, we have family over in plenty of containers to send home with leftovers. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. It's a, a yearly clean out the cupboard. Great idea. And Missy says best things are Chinese to go bowls. We have probably 10 of them. <laughs> and I got some chopsticks in my junk drawer there, too, in case I need them. More of the Big Dave podcast. 
B105, the Big Dave Show. I, I am wearing what I guess the B105 listeners have deemed to be my lucky Bengals cap because I gave you a choice last night right before the game, about an hour and a half before game time on our B105 Facebook page. It was my brand new one I just got. It's a retro one. has got established 1968 on it. The old tiger running with the football. And then last year's just standard white cap who day, it says on there. It's a clean look. The yeah. white cap with the... Yeah, orange letters. Yeah. So that's what everybody overwhelmingly said. Wear that. It's a white out anyway. Wear that one. That's yeah. it. So this will be the hat until it's proven otherwise and the Bengals lose. So All right. Every day. game, wear that hat. I oh. shall. Hey, speaking of which, looking at this picture, uh, what's with your beard? It, it looks darker. Yeah. I, I, I you help. dye your beard? I do. Did you dye your I beard? Don't, oh. I, don't, I feel weird saying dye it is uh, just for men. I guess that is dye. <laughs> yeah. How does it how does it work? Because I'm picturing a mask like a mascara brush and you're just like coloring it in. Did you brush it? It can work like that, or I have this shampoo I use sometimes, but uh I you guys didn't even notice yesterday. I had it. I did it Sunday and I left it in a little too long because <laughs> I was watching football <laughs> and I was like, Oh wait, oh shoot. And I kind of forgot. It is like shades darker. <laughs> it's a little darker. It, I mean it looks good. It reminds me of uh do you guys remember David Spade and uh Dickie Roberts. Oh, yeah. He's like child movie star. It doesn't look that salute. bad. <laughs> He's like sat in the sun too long. With <laughs> no. like, it is noticeably darker, though. Well, it is. But I, you know what? It just happened. I mean, I literally, I was supposed to leave it in for like, I don't know, 10 minutes. And I think I left it in for like 15. Then I was like, because my face started to burn. I was like, oh, and oh I had to run to the kitchen and rinse it off with a sprayer from the kitchen sink. And, and I was you, wanting to get in the shower to get it off. But I was like, I better hurry. And you say you use a shampoo on your hair? on yeah. top? Yeah. Dude, you wear a hat all the time. That's all the time. I, know, but it's I, hat, I see you, know? you even in the shower like wearing a hat. Like, does it ever come off? It does. <laughs> when I sleep and shower, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> or go to church. Uh, you know, even then I try to get away with one every once in a while. Yeah, so, but I'm not embarrassed. I mean, that's what they make it for. They, it sells millions of products there, they wouldn't if there weren't a lot of men using just for. Men. But what's wrong with being like a silver fox? I don't want to be. Not yet. No. no. Well, it, the thing is, works. is a lot of my beard is still brown, and then down by my chin is super like silver and gray, and it just looks okay. weird. You know, you bring up a good point. A lot of women don't realize like gray doesn't come in like evenly. It no. comes in in patches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I look like a speckled puppy. I got a big old white spot on my neck. Now I that I'm looking shave. at stat, I've, I guess I've never really looked at stat. That's little, what would you, goatee? That's a goatee. goatee. Oh, yeah, it's got lots of gray. It does it. have gray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, my gosh. Do they have a just for men for, like, redheads? Oh, yeah. They got, they got it for everything, yeah. Dude, <laughs> come on. Can we dye your beard red? Well, I, I would <laughs> rather go orange and black <laughs> than red. Like, like, yeah. yes, can we do that? <laughs> the Who Day Beard. More of the Big Dave Podcast. And the Statman has found this study or, or this article or something about what men are fascinated with right now. And you kind of seeing this all over the place. And what in the world is this all about, Statman? Yeah, I guess there's a realization on the internet that men think about the Roman Empire two to three times a week. And this like went viral on the internet and women were like, wait, what? Why? Why are you thinking of the Roman Empire? And then I, I realized... Yeah, I, I do kind of think about Roman Empire really? things from time to time. I yeah. don't. I mean, unless I just watch Gladiator or something. What would constitute thinking about the Roman Empire? Well, I guess what professionals and psychologists have figured out is that Gladiator's masculinity, Hercules' war power, inventing things like plumbing, 
all like hit man's like attention span. So I don't know. I guess the, I've been on the toilet before. I'm redoing a bathroom right now, and I was thinking, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago, like, man, who who came up with this? And it must have been weird in Roman times. What did they use as toilet paper? Did they use like uh, that's where stats mine yeah, goes? That's what <laughs> I was thinking about while I was working on it. So I'm totally guilty. Okay, I gotta be honest. I don't really. I mean, think about that. Are you stuff. even a man then, Big I Dave? Guess not. According to TikTok, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I do use. I mean, we just said I use just for men, so I have to be right. No, <laughs> I guess so. So men are thinking about the Roman Empire, and people think this is all right. Weird. What? It's normal. It's just weird. And now it got people. thinking thinking, well, if men are thinking about the Roman Empire, what are women thinking about two to three times a week? Good Lord. I don't... <laughs> yeah, and they have the results. I guarantee you, it ain't the Roman Empire. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, getting kidnapped or followed is the number oh. one thing women think about the most throughout the week. Do you ever... Okay, ask- hold on. Let's just pause for a minute. Men are thinking about the Roman Empire yes. and women are fearing for their safety. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> Do you find yourself like facing a place when you walk into a gas station like, how am I going to get out of here? Or like when you're uh, pumping gas, like, what's my escape plan? Not really. More so like when I was little... Or younger, I guess I would think about it. Yeah. Uh, I would have weird things of like, I thought someone was going to come into my house and take me. But now that I've gotten older and realized like who I am as a person, they would give me back. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, oh. There is no doubt. You know? You'd fight back. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like knocking on the trunk. <laughs> uh, pee break. Yeah. Can we go through a drive through You know? And you know, like, men, we're just thinking about one thing, but women have a whole litany of things. You ready for some other oh, things? Oh, yeah, they go find? on. All right, marrying rich. What would your life be if you would have married rich? That's another thing women, I guess, think about regularly. Where, where did these facts come no, from? Cross that one off the list again for actually. I right? married a police officer. <laughs> Renting a van and full sending, like, living off the grid, Working from your van, That'd going awesome. from park to park. You would like that? Yeah. You think about that at all? Well, I don't think I'd live in a van very well. I have way too many clothes. But <laughs> I've thought about like, oh, you know, what if I just work remote from somewhere, a beach, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who hasn't thought about that? You guys haven't thought about that? No. I have. Well, okay. Well, thank you, Sam. Yeah. Thank you. And then one more thing women fantasize about is Titanic. In particular, how Jack had space on the door. Now, well, you've we, never seen that movie yet. Okay, I don't think I'm a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I'm going to go to the store and get you some Just for Men. <laughs> 627, what's up? More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, and uh, I got this thing through our little uh, signal app that we all have where we send each other messages. And Grover Collins, who joins us now, the large one, sent this yesterday about Tinder. And uh, they're attempting to get $499 per month from their most active users with a pricey new subscription called Tinder Select. And uh, (laughs) they plan to offer this to less than 1% of their members that they think need VIP search matching and uh, features that you don't get with the current paid plans. So $499 a month? $6,000 a year. (laughs) Whoa. That's That's desperate. 
First thing I, well, that's a good word. I just thought, what? <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You have such zero game that you're willing to drop six grand a year to try to hook up. Their uh, Tinder chief product officer says, uh, we know that there is a subset of highly engaged and active users who prioritize more effective and efficient ways to find con- connections. Six grand a year? Sounds like a scam to me. You got to think about it. Tinder's a business and they're trying to figure out how to monetize their business, right? Mostly you can do it for free, can't you? Well, I, I don't know. I haven't done that. I'm on Bumble and I know when I don't do the... Uh, whatever premium thing and i think it's like a you know it was like 40 bucks for a month that i don't see anything it says somebody liked you but you don't it's like you look at their face and they're like <laughs> they just did a drug deal and got arrested on the news oh and they're boring it you know it's like i don't know what's going on there so they kind of lure you into going well I, well I can't see the person uh, I that's in to- they're preying upon your I don't know if neediness is the right word, but your loneliness, maybe. Yeah. You're you're uh, wanting so bad to have companionship mm-hmm. that, uh, and if you're loaded, I get. I don't know. I, I mean, I listen. I've been with Holly since dial-up internet, so <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't even know where to start if I was single on dating apps. I don't even think I'd use them. But six grand a month. People that are using them though, get this. I did a quick Google search. They're seeing success. Tinder is. Uh, the most successful matchmaker with 29% of its respondents engaged or married to a partner from the app. 29%. That's higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought it was like for hooking up. And that was it. Like right? I didn't yeah. know long-term relationships were formed off of Tinder, but I... Yeah, yes. nearly 30%. Big My game, son and his girlfriend such... of five years met on Tinder. Really? Yeah. There's Tinder success stories out here. You could be one of them. I've got Bumble and I've got Bupkis. I mean, that's what I've gotten <laughs> off of Bumble. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I like how the next two messages came in and Grover replies to his own message. You have to be some kind of loser with zero game to spend that kind of money to meet women. And then Ashley, Big Dave, you might want to unsign up. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. So are you getting on Tinder? No. <laughs> <laughs> The Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Luke Combs. Uh, is is he next summer's Taylor Swift here in Cincinnati? You know, because she had, the, she had the back-to-back shows this summer. And next summer, he's got them at Paycor Stadium as well, August 2nd and 3rd. Uh, all the info at B105.com. But we asked that because, you know, is there going to be the Luke Combs effect? Yeah. There is the Taylor Swift effect. He literally boosted the economy. Exactly. <laughs> because when she came to town, you know, all the bars restaurants, merch, just all went through the roof and people spending money on tickets, obviously. But now this Taylor effect has hit Travis Kelsey 
hard, this, y'all. This is unbelievable what this is. It's crazy. For merch, we'll, we'll get to that. But social media, he gained 300,000 followers last week. 300,000. That's more than he gained after he won the Super Bowl. And this is all just from, well, then it was rumors of them dating. And now after Sunday's game. And then she was there. It's confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. He's bigger than a Super Bowl win. That's what I take out of that. (laughs) Definitely. And he's gotten a 400% increase in merch sales. 400. So it's Jersey, basically, right? Is what top selling. five selling Jersey in the NFL. And now you got the University of Cincinnati, where he played college ball, is uh, putting out a limited edition Travis Kelsey number 18 Jersey that you can get at UC for a limited time until people don't want to buy him, I imagine, because the Swifties <laughs> are lining up to buy this guy's stuff. Yep, and follow everything that she's doing. However, there's one Swifty, apparently the biggest Swifty in the world, now that's self-proclaimed, who isn't really behind all of this. Yeah. what uh, Kelly the, Keegs. What? She's, she's gone on a little rant here. Uh, she is not, not a fan, not a fan. <laughs> I cannot believe that Taylor is at this game. And I'll be honest, I... I I mean, what am, what am I going to say? She's at the game. She's She loved all that corny <laughs> He's so, like, he's so gross. I, I just, I have no interest in him. She's with Donna Kelsey. Everything about this I hate. But she seems to love it. I don't know. She seems to love it. She's having a good time. What a betrayal for the Eagles, by the way. She's an Eagles fan. She sings about Eagles t-shirts in her songs, but she's doing this. Despite how vile and just, and so embarrassingly lame he seems. Wow. <laughs> I, that's not a happy Swifty. Well, she's not getting backstage at the next show. <laughs> the best part about it, Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason Kelsey, shared that with Preach Go Birds. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. D105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, we got uh, Dustin from Brookville here ready to play the Future is Your Past game for VOA tickets. Good morning, Dustin. Good morning. All right, did you ever play this when you were back in school with this little origami thing stats concocted over there? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody did. The classic. All right. I, I, I didn't. I feel like I missed out on part of childhood. Maybe I can play one day after the show. Uh, well, not for the tickets, oh, but I'll be happy. Okay, all right. So this is how it works, Statman. Do it to it. All right. Well, we have uh, four colors, red, white, blue, or purple. Let's start with your color. What are you going to pick? Uh, I'm going to pick red. Red. All right, normally you're supposed to spell it out, but I like doing Voices of America. Okay, number one, <laughs> two, five, or six. Uh, let's go five. Five. Okay. Let's see underneath number five. What's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in high school? Ooh. Oh. Now, Dustin, uh, let's ask Dustin. Let's ask the question that everybody asks around here. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, Franklin County High School. Okay. Oh. And then I'll name fifteen people that I think you might know that I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, the most embarrassing thing that happened to me. One one day I was in the lunchroom and I was throwing away my tray and I didn't realize I had a full open chocolate milk in my hand and I ended up, I tried to throw it away and I spilled it everywhere. It went everywhere, all over my pants, all over my shirt and it all over the floor. It, it was really embarrassing. I can't believe you were allowed to leave the table without finishing your milk, young man. <laughs> I, did, I could, didn't remember I did. I love, I love chocolate milk, so. Did you have to wear your outfit the rest of the day? 
No, I had my I had my dad come and get me at the time. Oh, oh man. man. So your dad actually came to school and took you home or did he bring you more clothes? No, nah, he took me home. My dad my dad was a trooper. He was the best. Dude. Oh. Wow. <laughs> The so, next day, I'd be like, I spilled my chocolate milk yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty clumsy anyway, so he understood. <laughs> well, congratulations, Dustin. That's enough. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, we'll be seeing you at the Voices of America Country Music Fest, August 9th through 11th. You just won yourself weekend passes. Thank you so much, guys. And no chocolate milk, young man, at the festival, okay? <laughs> we'll be drinking something. That's all right. Hey. B. B. 105. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. Normally when you hear about a, a painting selling for a lot of money, you're like, oh, Picasso, Rembrandt, was it, uh, you know, Monet, was it, a no, Statman, it was somebody else this time, wasn't it? It was a Bob Ross painting. Bob Ross. Yes. I, I, I grew up watching a show, PBS. We were one of the PBS yes. kids. Grew up without cable. And anyway, he painted like 1,143 paintings on the show most of those are all put in storage by the bob ross foundation mm -hmm. now a few of them while he was alive the the beginning of the show it wasn't a hit mm -hmm. it was just like a public service he just wanted to spread the joy of painting sure which is the name of the show cool. and yeah. the very first episode he ended up donating that painting to a charity and it sold for under a hundred dollars mm -hmm. Well, that woman held on to it for years, finally gave it to this Minneapolis gallery, and they're selling it for $10 million. Wow. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Now, you you can find some of the paintings from other episodes online, like eBay sales and stuff, in the $69,000 range. Sure. For a painting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he just wanted to spread the joy of painting. He didn't even want to make money off of them. A lot of times, he would do, like, little painting seminars and just give away, like, Well, hopefully, hey, hopefully this know. money's going, like, to a good cause or something, right? Well, it's going to whoever owns it. <laughs> yeah, That's it crazy because he didn't even make money off of it. No, he, he just did it because he loved to do it. And he yeah. gave it away for free. I actually watched a documentary on his life. Yeah. His whole life. He never was rich. He never saw the fame. It wasn't until after he died that people were like, oh, he was a part of my childhood. It's yeah. so calming to listen to him. And now there's calendars and puzzles. and well, He had that, he had that right uh, mindset of being rich, right? He didn't need the money. Yeah, he was rich in spirit and in mind. Look at that. And painting. And happy trees. Let's decide. Maybe there's a happy tree. <laughs> Evergreen tree. He lives right there. Look at that. Isn't that a nice little tree? Oh, it is nice. Ten million dollars. Yeah, crazy. who knows? That's the first one he ever did on the show. Uh, that's the I, first one. I Somebody's going to buy that. No doubt about it. It's a... More of the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's me, 105 Statman, with a view from the Statosphere. And today, I'm at Monroe High School, and we're in the concession stand. We've all served our time in the food industry. Let's hear your fast food story. Well, it's actually not fast food. It was a sit-down restaurant, and we found a mouse in the kitchen. And needless to say, it went into the microwave. Oh. <laughs> when I was in college and worked at a snack bar, my manager put eggs liquid eggs in the ice cream maker instead of the liquid ice cream. Luckily, we got it cleaned out before we actually served the ice cream. Gross. Okay, so one night I was serving with this guy and this table had gotten up and they didn't eat all their food and he brought their leftovers to the back and started eating them. <laughs> um, I was carrying a whole thing of ribs, walking down the aisle and I dropped it all over this guy's jacket in the middle of winter, barbecue all over it. Well, if you work at too many fast food places, you're bound to take it home. Work
worked at one, went to the next one, came home and was answering the phone like drive through So I was actually saying, hello, welcome to this restaurant, instead of hello to see who was on the line. <laughs> I work at a kitchen cafeteria, and we have the old-fashioned square pizzas. One day I was making pizza, I had a whole tray, like 25, dropped the tray all down the front of me, all in the floor. It was a disaster. All right, give me your fast food story. Okay, so years ago, I owned Angelo's Pizza. Middle of winter, guy orders a shrimp dinner. I forget to put his shrimp sauce in there. Over the phone, he tells me he's going to come up and kick my hind in. I said, well, whatever you think you need to do. He rides his bike in the middle of winter up to my pizza restaurant. As soon as he opens the door, the guy who opened the door for him was my son's Cub Scout teacher, who is also the sergeant in the police. As soon as he walks in, he says, is this the guy who threatened you? I said, yep, and he slaps handcuffs on him and puts him right in the back of the cruiser and takes off with him. <laughs> Instant justice served. I think we all log some time in the uh, fast food or food service industry, especially in our younger days, Ashley, but you have a story that takes the cake here. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, what happened? Not necessarily anything around food, but... When I used to work at Rock Bottom Brewery on Fountain Square, y'all remember that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Raccoon Red Beer. Place so was good. So freaking good. Well, you know, I'm just serving whatever, working my shift, and all of a sudden management comes up from like the basement and they're like, We just got robbed. Oh, we just got robbed. And I'm like, What? What? They're like, Yes, somebody came into the basement, into the manager's office with a gun, robbed them at gunpoint, and we all had nobody had a clue what was you, happening. You guys were just business. We were as upstairs usual. just Working? Did they even close the restaurant? I don't think so. You just kept going. I really, I don't remember them closing the restaurant because I would have been able to go home. But no, that's so scary. Yeah. I'm just like, well, what? Yeah. Well, they couldn't close it. They need to make their money back. They just got stolen. No doubt. How terrifying. did they get in? Do you know? I don't know. Well, I thought you might have been an accomplice. Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. I was asking how you want your steak prepared. That's how I make my money. I liked your mashed potatoes there. The eight fifty. The Big Dave Podcast. Before we get to the good vibes today, I got a question for you guys. Uh, do you have a memorable bus driver from your childhood that you remember when you were going to school? Anything no, stick I, out? I had to walk up the hill in the snow with no <laughs> shoes both ways. <laughs> you didn't have that then, <laughs> Ashley. Fort Thomas doesn't have buses. Oh, well, then you really missed out because there could have been a chance that you had one like they do in Granville, Michigan. Lori Brooks. But she's affectionately known by the children she drives to school each day as Miss Sparkles. Yes, oh, Miss Sparkles is the bus driver everybody would have loved to have growing up because she greets every student every day by their name as they board her bus. Most of them get hugs because Miss Sparkles loves those kids and they love her right back. And she got the nickname Miss Sparkles because when she started as a bus driver over a decade ago, she was wearing her sparkly accessories as her outfit every day when Aww, driving cute. the bus. And she has a sparkly personality, unwavering positivity. And you wouldn't think that she could do this because she's been through a lot in recent years. Her husband passed away unexpectedly a few years ago. And even during those dark times, she only missed a couple of days of driving the bus for her students because they're food for her soul, she says. 
Now, on her route, she takes the time to interact with her students and their siblings that aren't even getting on the bus. Get on the bus to get a hug Aww. from Miss Sparkles, making them all feel acknowledged and valued. She wants to be a source of comfort for the kids, saying, I hope I can be that calm, safe zone for them to tell me good or bad what's going on with them, and we just go from there. Now, recently, a TikTok of Miss Sparkles warmly welcoming students on their first day of school has brought her a lot of attention. And when you hear this, you're going to go, I want to miss Sparkles on <laughs> my school bus. How are you? Did you have a good summer? Huh? You? Oh, I miss you. And what you have, Sharon? Huh? Don't be in there, my little sweetie. You are so sweet. Thank you. Oh, I miss that little smiley face. I want to miss Sparkles. Come on. You said so sweet. She is absolutely the best. So to Lori Brooks, a.k.a. Miss Sparkles in Granville, Michigan, you are doing it right. You are the epitome of good vibes, and we give you a round of applause for it. B. B-105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B-105. And this morning we have Mary. She is a teacher's aide at Bethel Tate Middle School there. And she is a mother of three, a grandmother of eight. I can't believe you actually have time to give us the dad joke, Mary. I know. I'm on my way to school. Well, let's do it before you get to Bethel Tate. Okay. It's a two-part joke, okay? Okay. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Why Why did did the the chicken chicken cross cross the road? road? To get to the idiot's house. Knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. Oh, Mary. Come on. Dang. Mary. (laughs) You know what? You are going to be booed soundly and roundly today at Bethel Tate for that one. I want you to know that. (laughs) Have a great day, okay? Pretty good. Okay, bye. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast. B105.com.